0: all right folks welcome back to caleb and bobby versus the mysteries of the universe thank you yeah it's good to see you too bobby <laughs> always so good to see you we had a total of eight listeners eight listens which eight. is more than we expected hey, and i <laughs> wanted to say that is like eight times as many people eight times as we times. thought so shout out the people that i know watched thank you we you appreciate so you we love our fans unless you're from florida sorry <laughs> all, all we eight don't. of them we yeah all eight of them i yeah. mean one of which is my mom good, so that's good nice. i you know i love it when parents support you know their children's yeah, endeavor yeah. i think she's just happy i'm not like selling drugs out of a van <laughs> now uh-huh. like high school was rough she wasn't sure <laughs> for a while there um but yeah so we got some topics today mm-hmm. um Fun topics. Dinosaurs are a hard one to beat. We did come out the gate really strong.
1: Yeah, though. dinosaurs are excellent. Dude, we even talked about... Yeah, we talked about the, the land dinosaur, for time. I love that. So, I did like, go
0: back and watch a YouTube clip of that. Excellent. And I believe excellent. the long
1: next name was, in fact, Tiny. Y- excellent. Also, note, I definitely messed up and... Storge, the Greek form, the Greek word for storge love, is actually not the love of utility. It's the love of like a family. So oh, sorry about laughed. that for those of you who are doing your research, hey, which is probably okay. none of you. But that's okay, including myself, actually. I didn't yeah, do my research okay. enough.
0: <laughs> it's a conversation. It's not. That's what argument. it is. It's a conversation. It's yeah, a conversation. This is the Mysteries of the
1: Universe it's, with Caleb uh, yeah. and Bobby.
0: Just <laughs> discussing them. Uh, so our first topic today um, is going to be when... Is it really okay to put up Christmas decorations? And a sidebar to that, when is it okay to play Christmas music in public?
1: In public, yeah. yeah.
0: Loudly. Loudly, like in the mall, yeah. and Jingle Bells is cranking as uh-huh. an old lady is getting shoved over so you can get a Black Friday deal. Yeah, oh, Santa <laughs> <That's> baby. <okay. laughs> hey, I need my TV more than Ethel does. All right, she's had 90 <laughs> years of life, I got... Hopefully about 20 more in me. Um, And I'd like to have a nice TV. So, you know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So Christmas music. (laughs) So Christmas music. Um, I don't know. I personally do enjoy... I mean, I feel like Christmas is everyone's favorite holiday. That being said, my opinion is... As far as, like, outside decorations go, and, um, like playing music in public settings that is Mm christmas-esque i think that the day after thanksgiving free reign do what you will absolutely no judgment for me i personally will be putting a christmas tree and that's about where i'm gonna cap it i'm gonna put some sick ornaments on it and i'll probably get a stocking for my roommate that is my christmas decorations um dude that's it i like that's it. it i like it yeah
1: yeah, but, I you know I agree with you. I agree with you. The outdoor decoration is a statement, you know, whatever whatever it is, and and I agree that that is something that you know probably should be saved until after Thanksgiving, especially you know you're having your family over for Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if you want them to just walk up and be like, hmm, wow, it's Christmas. Wait, That's is this crazy. A Christmas Is that party fake is snow, snow on the roof? Is that yeah. fake snow? Yeah. Or real snow? <laughs> real snow. I mean, in Boise, it could be real snow. We definitely <laughs> probably had. Probably Oh be. my gosh! One time, I had a Thanksgiving party at my house. And we put our pies, as so we had all these pies, we put them out on the table outside inside of a foot of snow because our fridge was full. It's perfect. That is pretty cool. Yeah, so can confirm, snow has happened on Thanksgiving.
0: Yes, yes it has. I, you know, I, I get... The one exception I will allow for this is when somebody has just the most absurd amount of like when they really go all out. Cause I respect it. I'm there's no shade thrown here. (laughs) Same with people who do that for Halloween. Good on you. I may not do that, but I respect you that you spent that much time, money, energy on decorations. Cause I know that all those lights probably cost like $50 a strand because there's some special, I don't (laughs) know. And all the bulbs are going to burn down. I put up Christmas lights before, not my own. I put up my grandparents Mm -hmm. every year um but i make them pay me for it because i it's miserable Mm -hmm. by the time (laughs) i put it up it's freezing cold yeah um but if you're going all out and you need that extra week and they you you know what sir you take it but you are the rare exception Mm -hmm. the rare exception like i i can't have the average joe who throws an inflatable santa out there and like three strands of christmas lights on his dying maple on the front of his lawn give that exception cuz you didn't try hard you could have done that the day before christmas <laughs> all right it took you 30 minutes joe 30 minutes
1: yeah i mean i don't know i agree like, effort's to everything <clears throat> i mean those people too who you know they they set up all the lights they have like lights everywhere we're talking a lot of lights and then they there's also the ones I don't know if you've ever seen them where they like they just like a radio station you can tune into and then their I lights like okay. match yeah, dude okay you get all of yeah. November yeah, it's, it's yours <laughs> you have it and those people really I mean think about it it's like they're like serving I mean yeah I'm sure they love doing it but it's also kind of a selfless act like they no, they 100%. do that and then people drive by they stop they enjoy for like 30 minutes watching maybe not 30 yeah. minutes well I no I 100 drive have through neighborhoods that are just I full.
0: personally would like to thank everybody who's ever done that because especially yeah. <laughs> if you, you group them together and that's the thing is i feel like the like you shouldn't ever really shame somebody for like not putting up christmas decoration because maybe they don't want to like maybe they don't mm-hmm. want to spend way too much money on plastic lights mm-hmm. but that being said i really do appreciate when it's like a whole community gets into it yeah. and like i can drive down a subdivision and it's like whoa this is magical yeah like, literally and like, I'm not gonna lie. Shout out to them. Like, I 100% easy, easy date right there. If y'all need one, just like, <laughs> yeah, let's go look at Christmas
1: lights, dude. Oh, yeah, great time. Um, what great is the time. name of that one street? It's like Harrison. Harrison, Harrison Boulevard got Boulevard. some dude gnarly yeah. Christmas lights harrison boulevard shout out to harrison boulevard halloween they got the big candy bars it's true christmas they got the epic but lights. i feel like at that point they
0: should because every house on harrison boulevard is it's a gigantic. multi-million <laughs> dollar so if you have that much money i feel like you owe it to the community <laughs> to be putting on a show because you're putting on a sh- your house itself is a show is a show you may well make it a seasonal show you as make it well.
1: yeah like a full-on show yeah
0: like, we're going to have different events. And you know that the freaking people living there live to show off, like, 100%. <laughs> like, Christmas time comes around, and they're freaking out. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I got an inflatable Santa this year that's four times bigger than Jenny's. Jenny tried to outshow me last year. Not anymore, Jenny, because my Santa's 18
1: feet tall, not 14 feet tall. Suck on that. like, so, yeah. Christmas lights. <laughs> Christmas lights judged based on the size of the inflatable Santa. Is yes, that is that the I, way it goes? I think that you gotta be,
0: you know, you gotta be unique.
1: I, I, I feel like because
0: yeah. sometimes people will put out these decorations. It's like, what were you thinking? <laughs> like that, like Santa is so creepy, and you have thirty of them <laughs> in your yard. I just one. Santa. And you spent yeah. three days straight. You took off work just to put up these mediocre christmas and you quantity is not quality like quantity does agreed. not make it good christmas decorations like agreed you know sometimes it's just simpler things i like it like you said when they coordinate the lights that's classy
1: right there mm. that's cool yeah i think yeah. there's a whole not, that's you a also got to be ready to the... be
0: paying some guap for that electricity bill <laughs> and you got to be ready for people to be knocking on your door at three in the morning trying to impress their 16 year old girlfriend in high school with like, yeah, babe, like look at these lights. And it's like four in the morning. So they're knocking on your door so you can put it on (laughs) a show, you know, and you got to be ready for that. You did that to yourself. You chose this burden. So you get to carry that. (laughs) Nice. But that's what I think as far as Christmas decorations, because you know, I I think you've got to let the holidays happen. Like, Quit forgetting about Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. it's not really a holiday. But you got to go fight some people on Black Friday to get some (laughs) mediocre television. Like, I know I'll be out there throwing fists. All right? (laughs) Like, stay away from my 50% off freaking action figure. It's mine now. (laughs) All right? It was $4. Would I have bought it if it wasn't? No. It's garbage. But because it's $4, it doesn't seem like that bad of a price anymore. Okay. Um, I, I see. So I, I say let the holidays be the holidays, you know. Mm-hmm. Let let Halloween be Halloween. Let it let it, let it live its moment. Then let Christ- uh Thanksgiving live its moment. Yeah. And DB20. then you can skip Black Friday if that's not your thing, because it's <laughs> like the anti Christmas. And granted, current Christmas is not really the spirit of Christmas. Like it's generosity. It's like I got you. I don't know. It gets tainted pretty yeah, quickly, which is does. sad. Uh-huh. But. I, I There is something appealing about just wildly aggressive middle-aged people in a Walmart or a Best Buy parking lot <laughs> on Black Friday that is just the epitome of entertainment. I don't I can, know if
1: you've ever gone out. I can honestly say I have never been. Never, ever have I joined the Black Friday race. Listen,
0: you are formally invited to join Jaden and I if we go out wow. on Black Friday. Um. And all I'm gonna say is bring like safety eyewear because we <laughs> like to say things we probably shouldn't to people we probably shouldn't. And I don't know if safety eyewear will actually help you, but I could die. I can run really fast, so I hope you can too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. I see how this. How am gonna stay and fight. Oh, oh, sorry, blue. All right. Welcome, Jaden. Hey, Jaden. How's it going? All right. Well, that pretty much concludes what I have to say about Christmas. In this next segment, we're going to move on to talking about um, music, but more like a genre of music and what music is considered and what we think of music, um, and kind of just go from there. Like I said, it's it's just a conversation between Bobby and Caleb,
1: and <laughs> so it's going to go where we want it to go, and that can be wherever we want. Do you, I think I got another question. Before we leave the Christmas lights, okay. one, one last question, and this, you know, this kind of feeds into the genre. This kind of feeds into the genre thing, because... So yeah, so we have like the inflatable Santas, right? Like that's a thing. You know, you see the inflatable reindeers, you see the inflatable Santas. But then you there's also the have the religious. Who, well, yeah, you have the religious, but I was also just thinking. I mean, like, there's kind of that new. I don't know if it's new, but this uh, type of Christmas light that's like the inf- the inflatable Santa is is that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. But but I'm also thinking like what about the classy Christmas lights? Like you got your garland, you know, oh, with like the white yeah. light like mixed around well, it and then like the yeah. bows. No, you got and the, like, the upper white class upper middle like,
0: class white families that just show out with like every classical Christmas ever. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. mistletoe, they got that. They got the chestnuts ro- roasting on an open fl- like an like open fire. They live a Christmas song. <laughs> like those people where it's like does he smell like chestnut right now? That cable knit sweater is insane. It's
1: infused with chestnut. I know. In fact, chestnut praline. I, I gotta <laughs> love it. Gotta love it. I
0: am, I, I am not gonna... I'm a slut for some good cable knit sweaters. <laughs> I, I'm an absolute slut for them. But... I also like them. I. The I, I just like them. the fact that I can wear that. Yeah. And like that, and I can wear a nice pair of like... Slacks, jeans, whatever—it goes with everything. And sure, I mildly look like Mister Rogers, but he's my freaking idol, man. I'm cool with that. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, and it's so cozy. Exactly. It's one of those things where it's like you see somebody with a a sweater on, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, wow, I want to give that man a hug. Here's
1: a little. I want
0: him to teach me how to throw a snowball and build a snow
1: fort. Nice. While he's smoking a cigar. You put the cigar into the snowman's mouth, then. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I here's what I think. I think a little little piece of my little piece of my my heart. <laughs> Maybe not my heart. I don't know. This is a piece of something. This is a piece, piece of, of Bobby. Piece of Bobby. <laughs> a little Bobby fact. I I think that there is like this wave of classy Christmas, and actually just a lot of classy things like the cable knit sweater. Like the I like, like the, the class. The what is those things called? It's like the a sweater vest? Like a peacoat. Oh, peacoat. Love Dude, the peacoat. There is a there is a resurgence of these classy yes. things and I'm a fan of it. Yes. I'm a huge fan. I, I'm a fan and I'm a proponent. I, I like it. that Take part just
0: concept. <laughs> I feel like Christmas is like one of the few times of years where fancy outerwear is like the norm. Mm, you know, what I mean like I love if it. I bust out a peacoat in downtown Boise in the middle of like November, At like, like, sure, I might not be like perceived as weird, but it's not what everyone else Mm -hmm. is wearing. You get to snow time and you get those guys that are walking with like their family to go see the Christmas tree. You see 90% of those. Guys there, guys and girls there that are above 20, 25, all of them got pea coats on, and you're like, dang. I love it. I
1: respect The that. sweater, the pea coat." Oh, you my know, gosh. Like the with the sweater vest. underneath. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, God. don't even talk about <laughs> the sweater. Don't, <laughs> don't even talk I'm about it. I'm going to, like, lose it my was, mind. I know. <laughs> Having such a good
0: time with that. Oh, uh, We're going to
1: uh, have a whole episode on fashion. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think we will. I think awesome. we will. I think it would be a good, good topic. But, yeah, I think that that can uh, successfully wrap up. Bobby and I's thoughts on Christmas, and yeah, so keep your Christmas Christmas sta- lights yeah and not Christmas lights yeah, not <laughs> Christmas as a whole, but keep your Christmas lights inside until after Thanksgiving, unless you're going to go all out, and then guess what? You get November. I have given it to you. you have been given <laughs> my permission. Not that you needed it, but you wanted it. You don't lie to me, you <laughs> wanted it. the The king has spoken. The king has spoken. <laughs> Bobby and Caleb have spoken. Okay, folks. We're gonna get this kicked off here, Move part on. two. You know, keep Next keep section. keep going, going uh, deeper, going going deeper. That's that's gonna be a recurring theme for the entirety of however long this podcast goes on. We'll yeah. do something nice, fun. Uh, talk about abusing elderly women for TVs <laughs> and Christmas yeah. in in the spirit of Christmas, really. Um, but the second part that we decided we wanted to talk about was uh bobby and i are both avid music listeners and this encompasses a number of different genres all of the genres basically all of between rodeo.
1: the two of us all of the genres yeah. i'd say
0: yeah pretty much all i the only one i don't really love is is country but i well, like like certain things from country but like most of the time if i'm not at a rodeo or <laughs> riding a horse i'm okay shout out to nicole he shout said out. rodeo just for you <laughs> yeah shout out to nicole i know you li- <laughs> i know you listening um be nicer at work all right thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways we're gonna talk about music and the genre of music and pretty much everything encompassing music and like what music means to us because obviously i don't know i think my spotify logged me at like 50 sixty thousand hours <laughs> last year for listening yeah i listen everywhere yeah. i go i listen every day i i and I, there's people that listen to music more than me, absolutely. And but I definitely, definitely enjoy good music. I enjoy uh, a lot of aspects of like what music is. Like it's, it's an art form. Definitely. And I definitely personally are. would argue that it is a more complex art than like a painting, um, for the sole fact of the incredible effort that goes into layering and making the beat, let alone laying down a verse that's not only like catchy but it tells a story or communicates what the artist is trying to say could also just be a amigo song where they're like trip post you know and it's it's okay that's catchy I, I'll listen to uh, drop top all the time you know it's it's not it's not a bad song good party music I've never heard that um, I so I'm sorry you lost me there oh it's okay <laughs> that's okay um I think that it is important to say that, like, not all artists in the music industry are created equal in my mind, same as not all artists are created equal in, like, an art field. Mm. Uh, like, I would definitely put Pablo Picasso over the stoner that lives in his mom's basement.
1: But hey, art's subjective. <laughs> so, this is true. This is true. The art is subjective, it's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Some wise person, I think, said so that. Like, so, theoretically, point. Yeah. I could poop on a plate and be like, it's art. <laughs> it's and, art. And you can't tell. <laughs> and me wrong. it's probably been done. Yeah. Oh, it's 100%. You yeah. know. That was. Did you just pull that out of your mind? Because that was a great example. I'm Where I just. You know, I. I'm. What can I say? I'm an artist on the inside. <laughs> and side. there is even like some like alliteration. there, like poop on a plate. I, that's <laughs> yeah. the name of it. Poop plate. <laughs> it's poop poo plate. Poop latte uh, in poop, It's poop
0: latte. Uh, it's <laughs> selling for a hundred thousand. Please bid on eBay now. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that one example I like to give is one of the Kendrick Lamar albums has. Uh, it tells a story from start to it be- it's start to end which is a common theme for a lot of albums and well not a lot of albums a lot of story or lyricist albums but it also tells a story going backwards and That's if you crazy. think about like the insanity it's like 12 13 tracks so you're stacking these tracks right and it's like 3 2 to 3 minutes sometimes 4 minutes a song and inside those songs, they're telling an individual story while being catchy, while being on beat, while being a beat that you created, which takes an, an enormous amount of skill. I suck at mixing and making beats. I wish I was better. Um, and then not only that, you're going to take these smaller stories, build them into a bigger story, and then you're going to somehow put that in a way that it works backwards. Does that mean? Does that mean you play the story like you actually play the yeah. song backwards? So you no 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 not play it backwards like that. But like if you listen to the songs from like number one uh, okay. on the track list okay. all the way down, versus if you start at the very bottom on the track list and go all the way up, uh, okay. it tells us it tells a different story. That's wild. A, that is incredible creativity. Incredible. Wow. And so to me, it's hard because. I feel like rap music has a stigma around it um, and, and that's valid in some senses of like maybe to the eye of somebody who doesn't know what they're looking at. Like same as like I could look – you could show me a Salvador Dali painting and a painting that my cousin did <laughs> in his garage and tell me that they were both multi million dollar paintings and I would be like, yeah, sounds about right. Like – because i have no basis of judgment for what makes a piece of art like that what i do know now is because i listen to music and i have a basis of judgment of what i personally think sounds good what i know the general public thinks is good because of the amount of views it has or whatever because i have that basis of judgment now i feel more confident in saying like yes this is probably the most incredible album i've ever heard Mm -hmm. and here's why because of like this this and this and now i suddenly am able to actually make like a genuine a genuine statement about something as opposed to just being like yeah that's a flower in a field and that's (laughs) a melting clock that's Uh the same thing yeah yeah what do what do you think about music like you've said that you listen to you you said you listen to some of the music i listen to but then also like not really well-known people
1: oh yeah yeah i feel like together like we're both sides of the of the music spectrum and we probably meet in the middle a little bit but um actually probably a lot i feel like we meet in the middle a lot but um yeah so (laughs) so i yeah yeah i um i generally i prefer like like the really like chill music like soft um not all the time but that's definitely what i listen to more of the time yeah like um you have your go i have like my acoustic playlist which yeah. is really just it's like folk music it's kind of i, I guess you would call it indie folk but i yeah. would say it's a little i mean it's it's yeah this is essentially what it is it's like indie folk um i love gregory alan Isakoff. shout out to gregory Isakoff, like literally he sounds intelligent in my life i don't even know if he, yeah i mean he's a farmer who lives in colorado oh, really i would have guest scientist no dude he yeah a farmer he's eisenkopf a s- that's a cool name eisenkopf yeah he's you should look him up on spotify he has just some great songs um yeah i also really like um who is it what's his name his name his first name is luke his last name is um well i can't remember it right luke now ryan but, the country n- artist no <laughs> no <laughs> not <Nah>, garbage um, <laughs> Yeah, but but on like a deeper level, yeah. So I like music, but also I think that music, um, I think that music is a special form of art because it really like, in some way, it kind of like hits you in your emotions in a way that other art forms do don't, and I think that's partially because like like for example, so like um, music, it doesn't it, you can tell a story with song like with words obviously like but in the, the in the one the the you're emotion, talking about but also carried yeah you didn't know but like yeah the emotion goes through the notes yeah even if you don't have the words which is incredible to me like i this that, is a mystery of the universe right yeah. there and I how think, does that happen i think i part of what i think is unique
0: about that is that i think that you can get that same experience out of a painting if you know what you're looking for Uh Because I can, if I'm an art expert, I know what I'm looking for. Same as when we taste coffees. We know what we're looking for. We're looking for acidity, the tone, how it tastes, how it smells. And because we know what we're looking for, we have that basis of judgment. And we can get the emotions out of that coffee um, or that piece of painting. Whereas Mm -hmm. I feel music is a universal thing. Like I listen to like a couple of these different Polynesian songs and they just make... I have no idea what they're saying, but mm-hmm. it makes me happy to listen to them. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's played with, like, a ukulele. Like, you can't play something sad on a... I've it's never, impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> it's a happy instrument. Yeah. And, like like you were saying of like having different playlists and having your go-tos like i have my go-tos too yeah but like sometimes i listen to sad music because i'm sad and even though like i'm mm-hmm. not trying to be more sad right like that i listen to music that reflects my mood mm-hmm. of like if i'm tired i'm listening to like mac miller's circle album because mm-hmm. it's just it's mellow it's a little bit sad but like not super sad or if i'm like all hyped up i'm listening to like something crazy or like I I don't know, like, listening to, like, Tentacion's album or something like that where I'm, like, I want to feel good and energetic, and I think that you're absolutely right of, like, the emotions that it has the ability Mm -hmm. to carry is not only, in my opinion, universal. Like, I can listen to songs from around the world and get the basic understanding of what a song's about without ever knowing, like, Mm -hmm. Despacito, I know exactly what it's about. It's about (laughs) some not-so-appropriate things. (laughs) but i don't i mean i i don't really speak spanish that well like Uh i've taken to spanish three but uh, and and like i if i take my time like i can dissect what it means. but like try to figure it out before i even do that i can hear the tone of the way they're saying things the flow they're saying things and i can now understand like oh they're talking about like girls and they're talking about this they're talking about like Whatever the song is about, I can get that vibe Mm -hmm. and understand a basic understanding of what that song is trying to convey without ever
1: hearing the actual lyrics Uh to it. That's crazy. So, like, the story... I mean, yeah, I completely agree. And I guess that's why, like, when you watch a film, you know, you have, like, the soundtrack for a film. and And the emotion... Like, if you just watched a film with no soundtrack, yeah. I feel like it'd be really boring. Like it really like, is. This Have is you not- seen
0: the dubs where they just take all the music out and ah. it's just, like, squeaky
1: shoes and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, I'd, like, this is not a fun movie and to watch. If you and look you don't it, get the same emotion. No. Like, you don't realize what's going and it's, on. And that's
0: part of why it's different in a theater as well. It's like, you get that surround sound where it's physically rising in you during a fight scene. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh my gosh, Captain America is throwing this field at this big purple dude. This is insane. <laughs> Whereas you watch it at home and i feel like it just doesn't it's not the same for the the fact of i think that hearing is an underutilized sense Uh or like at least a sense that we don't think about like i feel like i take it more for granted than even my eyesight because Uh i use my eyesight so frequently Mm -hmm. and it's so apparent when i'm using my eyesight like i use it when i'm picking everything up when i'm driving when i'm every aspect of my life whereas it's like we so often tune out things that are happening yeah and so i think music in that sense is able to re-engage us into something specific that's happening that we're listening to and we're getting the the same experience that we're getting all the time with our Mm -hmm. eyes but it's just so infrequent that we're actively listening and even with like an engaging conversation it's different listening to that than like If I'm listening back through our podcast and just having it in the background, super great. Like, I love listening to it, uh, like, or just a podcast or voices talking in general. Like, I fall asleep to people talking, like, super easy. Like, that's what makes me fall asleep. I like that in Uh the background. Um, But it's kind of one of those things of, like, it's, I mean, it doesn't always have to actively engage your hearing. But, like, for me, I'll find that, like, even if I'm just playing music and not singing along, When I go to sing along with those songs that I've never sung along to before, because I've heard them, like my subconscious has clicked in to what's being played, and now Mm -hmm. I can repeat all the lyrics to all these songs. I'm like, I don't even remember listening to that. (laughs) Like, wait, that was on a playlist like two years ago. Mm -hmm. But like, I think that our the more in tune our emotions are with the actions and the atmosphere around us, the more memorable they are like there's songs i remember so like the more
1: engaged you are with the moment the more you remember well and it's
0: it's like so if i'm sad and Mm. i well i I guess what i'm saying is like for me songs also hold memories of like Uh yeah like sometimes i'll be going through some stuff and i'll remember that and be listening to a certain song that's resonating with me at that moment and so then when I hear, and it can be a good thing, it can be a bad thing, whatever that is. And it, it's quite a, like a powerful thing. Like certain songs are ruined for me mm-hmm. yeah. because I listened to them at a point in my life where I was just not okay with something that was going on. And I was resonating with the song and it became too real for me hmm. that like, I have to, like, I find myself, I have to cut myself off of certain songs, even if I really like them. Wow. Because it hits too close to home yeah. of like wow, this is exactly what's happening and it's put in a way that is conveying all this emotion to an already emotional time and that weird moment where your emotions and your feelings line up with a song or with an album is one of the most incredible and one of the most terrifying things in my opinion. Like, I, there's been times where I will listen to a song and it's like, almost seems too perfect to the scenario that like i'm going through yeah at the moment mm-hmm. and i think that's like a just a token to like human nature we all experience very yeah. similar things in different attributes of life but there is a certain shared identity that we as humans have as we walk through life together yeah. and so it's it's cool to see that like wow like this singer went through something similar to me wrote this song about it and even though it wasn't probably about the exact situation i'm in it
1: resonates perfectly with the spot that i'm at right now that's crazy so i wonder do you think that people who like who um do you think that certain people like a certain artist or certain songs because they um like experience the emotion in the same way that the artist did I think You it's, know what I mean? Like if if yeah. the artist is telling a story with their song I think and with the like the emotional story and the person has experienced like a similar story in their own life. Yeah. I, and that's maybe I why think they I think There's song, song, a
0: lot that goes into choosing an artist and choosing what that goes into. Because sometimes it's also I feel driven by things that you want. Like uh-huh. like if I'm poor and I have no friends, I'm gonna listen to all these songs about like count my guapa like all these different things like because that's gonna make me be inspired like those are the things i want and so then when i do get those things it's like now i listen to that song i hear it differently because it was like okay i was listening to the song about all this money all the success when i had nothing and now it's shifted because i have some of that and so i think that um part of the things that drive people to listen to songs and and I think a lot of it is subconscious of mm-hmm. like, I don't think people are sitting in the car like, you know what I yeah. would like to listen today? This, because I think this, and because right, life right. is affecting. I think people just inherently are going to be driven to either A, what makes them feel good, which some people I know only listen to happy music. And props to you, it's actually, I think, a way healthier to listen to songs that are going to put you in a better mood. Because I know I'm guilty of like, Sometimes I'll be having a great day and I will like juice or come on. And then like all these negative memories carried with like those songs and the tone and the set will physically make me sadder. Mm-hmm. Even if I was in a great day, I have no reason to be sad. And so I think that people want to be understood inherently as people. Yeah. And I yeah, think that sure. music gives them an outlet to be understood mm-hmm. without being while still remaining anonymous. It's not like yeah. I think a lot of people shy away from therapy of like that acknowledgment and being recognized because they have to physically put themselves out there. I can listen to sad ass songs in my car and nobody could ever know. And so in that I can find solitude in whatever whatever genre of music I like mm-hmm. uh, and then play different music for people in the yeah. car but like I think people yeah seek what either they don't have and want or seek understanding in more attributes than just music but music specifically is a very a very understanding thing like like you said it carries so much emotion in it Mm -hmm. that it almost seems like living right and I don't know another art form. At least mm-hmm. I personally don't have another art form where I'm like, like I'm really into shoes and clothing and fashion and stuff. And I consider that an art form. But it doesn't make me feel like I don't see a pair of shoes. And I'm like, wow, that conveys to me sad feelings. Like, But you put on the right song and I'm like, that I'm like in tears right now. Of like, Or like for me, like one of the big songs that like, brings back so much nostalgia it's like overwhelming is upside down by jack johnson and that's because like every slideshow of like a recap of my year from like seventh grade year all the way up to like 10th grade year was put to that song Hmm. so all these memories of like my friends and all these things that happened come flooding back when i listen to this nostalgic song and so like i said i i think it's arguably the most powerful and universal form of art that there is it's a bold statement, but I'll make it nonetheless. Dude, <laughs>
1: there were so many things. I like it when you just say, we dude. You had like a deep. <clears throat> I'm just like, I, you know, some things just like bring you to silence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just brought me to silence. <laughs> um, I love how you said like a while back, you're like, people, people seek to be understood or like people want to be understood. Yeah and in that music they can be understood or they find some sort of relationship with other people possibly or some understanding Mm -hmm. absolutely as i understand what you're saying yeah no it's
0: it's a community driven thing too of like i mean granted we're obviously in covid right now so concerts aren't happening but Dude, I've been in mosh pits where it's like everyone's getting thrown around. But everyone's having a good time. Even though everyone's disgusting. They smell bad. People are stepping on you. But I've like put people on my shoulders before that I don't know. While we're like thrashing people around us. All because we're connected to this artist. I don't know that, dude. I don't know. But in that moment, that doesn't matter to me. Of like... I feel like music has the ability to unite people in a way that few other things can. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's hard to, um, it's hard to unite people on common interests anymore. Cause I feel like as people in general, we have gotten really, really bad at looking past people's differences.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, like I have so many, especially <clears throat> like it's election day. Like, There's a ton of people that like if you are of the opposite political party and you voted for a certain candidate, it ruins people. They'll just shut Shut you off, and they'll shut you off. They'll cut you off of their entire life because like you're some garbage person for having an opinion. Like, like for me, like that's personally like I actively seek to understand. I granted I'm a political moderate, so I don't have really political affiliations like that. My my goal in in politics and in life in general is clarity not opinions so my goal is to be to get as much information as i can and then make decisions from there irregardless of how it aligns me in one way or another um but my point in saying that is that with all these differences and America's the most divided it's ever been since its inception Mm-hmm. Um and we just talked about this in one of my college classes of like they show charts of literal it looks like the Red Sea's parting like mm-hmm. like it's so drastic how much like identities and social identities and social variables and and politics have divided us and I feel like music has a unique attribute in that it can connect us and that I can acknowledge like okay this person likes this artist I like mm-hmm. and that is for whatever reason in my mind good enough mm-hmm. even if like other things that like are way more relevant than who you listen to aren't like i've been friends with people who's like oh they like juice world too <laughs> and that is our only common interest uh-huh. and from there we build friendships and like then you find more common interests. but for whatever reason at least for me i found that the united the ability of music to unite is unique to that art form, um, and I think for that sole reason, it is, it is and always will be um, something that is universally um, received. I guess like something that is universally understood, like language. Or mm-hmm. I can listen to Beethoven symphony here. Or as a person in Pakistan and that doesn't speak English, because there's no words. And those emotions that I'm feeling, they can feel those same emotions, mm-hmm. regardless of the language barrier mm. and the time
1: barrier too. Because Beethoven barrier, was like 300 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, but I can listen to that on Spotify right. Yeah, now if and, I wanted to. Uh-huh. And it's you like an experience the same remarkable. emotions that people have way back then. Yeah. That dude. One last like food for thought. Before we finish up, I don't even know what time we're at here, but like I think we're doing all right. But like, just one other thing that I just like wanted to like, I guess, pose out there, just like put out there, um. If, like you're saying, if like clearly music has such a powerful ability to connect to our emotions, and like you were even saying, memories. I agree with you. There are certain songs that I don't listen to because. They have too much negative like memory or emotion attached right. to them, um. But there are also certain songs that have very positive emotion attached to them, and those ones, of course, I mean, I'm sure you know right. this too. But you listen to those, and you're like, "Oh man, what a good day!" You know, right? No, <laughs> like it, it kind of can like lift you up. So, so, so clearly, music has this ability to, to m- manipulate almost our emotions, our experiences. And like you were talking about with in that in the mosh pit, like people you don't even know, and you're like, you you're not worried about in that moment. I don't know this person because you're thinking about the artist or about the music. Yeah, you're, you're just like, having a good yeah exactly. Time. You're having a good time, and so like, here's here's what I wonder: like, if music is capable of doing that, why is it that it's we need to take that out of our lives in some degree. You know, like, if, if there are songs that you need to distance yourself from you, why is it specifically that you need to distance that song from you? Is it because... It, is it solely because it makes you sad when you listen to it? Or is it because you are losing track of the moment? Or, like, what what do you think is the reason that, that is I the, think... the problem for that? Like, why do you need to take these songs out of your lives? I think it's is important
0: for progression in general. One example I'll use is I remember um when my parents got divorced, I listened to a bunch of these songs about just being like where it was like just like a really hateful image of like father figures and stuff. And so like listening to that, it was something I was res- like I was resonating like I resented certain things that were happening in my life and like that's not the case anymore. And so for that progression to be made of like, no, that song is not inherently the problem. The problem is the connection I formed with that song now Mm -hmm. of I can't listen to that song anymore and not fall back into the feelings and emotions that I was feeling at that time. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in a lot of ways, it's like a geocache of Mm -hmm. emotions, like it captures those. Yeah. And then it just buries them until you play it again. Like, the other day I clicked on uh, Up Down by B.O.B. and T-Pain. Wow. What a time capsule of just, like, (laughs) school dances, like, parties I've been to of, like, that song, I love that song. And so, like, that was great. That was a good example of it. Uh, And that's just the most recent one I Mm -hmm. have. But I think that part of the reason... We need to distance ourselves from that. I think it has less to do with the songs and more to do with ourselves. Right. Uh-huh. I think that as far as everything in life goes, we have certain things that you need to know for yourself. Like I know certain people's triggers will trigger my triggers. And so as somebody who's trying to better myself and put myself in a better state of mind and better mental health and progress myself as I go through life, I need to understand not only how my brain works and how the brain works just Mm -hmm. in general, but I have to understand that in order to understand how your things that make you upset will make me upset. And I think that this is like overlooked in a lot of things, especially marriages, I think are overlooked of like people don't realize that like their trauma is caused and then they have triggers for those trauma. And then from there, their triggers for the trauma can be somebody else's trigger sometimes their significant others trigger and so then you're in the cycle of just everyone's triggered and traumatized and you end up hurting people for no real reason of like it's not like they did anything it's your own personal baggage of like like sure like somebody else can listen to that song and not feel the same way about it Mm -hmm. and so i would say that like part of the reason that we do that is because life is in, is viewed inherently differently through everyone individually. Mm-hmm. And because of that, your custom experience dictates a custom response to the experience. Yeah. So when music has this power to be interpreted and uh, connected to in whatever way you want, like there could be songs I've heard that you'll never hear and i could have formed all these emotional connection to him in ha- like subconsciously without even knowing it until it's like okay i've looked 5 years back now and it's like certain jay cole songs off of like forest hills album like i remember vividly like i don't remember like a lot of my childhood or whatever like deliberately like very vivid memories but then there'll be times where i'll be like i'll remember driving in a certain minivan we had with a lacrosse net <laughs> strapped to the top of it uh-huh. and going to, uh, shoot, what was it called? Uh, I don't know, there was this park. Oh, E.C. Hughes in Seattle. And we would drive to E.C. Hughes Park and we'd shoot on lacrosse nets and I remember Parker driving. and Oh, wait, no, 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 this would have been sooner or later because Parker wouldn't have had his. So it would have been in Idaho at this point. Um, but with, anyways, like just memories like that, like, that i didn't remember prior to listening to like the song and be like wow i that i wow like i <laughs> didn't know i had that memory uh-huh. let alone that it was tied to this song yeah and same with like certain songs remind me of people mm-hmm. like i have one of like one of sean mendes's albums reminds me of one of my ex-girlfriends like because she listened to it all the time in my car Mm -hmm. and would sing along to it and so now i cannot hear that album and not think about her and it's like not something i really want to think about so like one of his albums i just like avoid at all costs because it just makes me feel not great like Mm -hmm. um and so i i think that all this to be said of like music is an incredible art form and it has an incredible capacity to lock in yeah. and store memories in a way that is subconscious and, and almost, well, not almost, is unique to music. Yeah. Um, and and it, it as well has a, a universal capacity for people to understand it.
1: Yeah. And connect with each other. Yeah. Connect with people. Like yeah. understand each other as well as the music. And you know what? That's an interesting thing. It's like, I wonder if two people who listen to the same song and they understand the song the same way, then they understand each other. Yeah. And I think there is a lot of that, especially with like, I mean, if you look at why
0: people are interested in like love songs and stuff, <laughs> it's because I think that part of the shared human experience is that emotion. Yeah. And we talked about
1: love last time of like, but like, <laughs> is love just an emotion?
0: Is love just an emotion? Well, there's, there's that, but it's like, okay, like, we all have for the most part felt heartbreak in one form or yeah, another. For sure. And like that shifts from different like um different things. Like for me, I really resonated and identified with songs about like growing up in like a broken home. And like with like just like weird things with like your parents or like like growing up with like a certain connection to your brothers that maybe other people didn't have. Mm-hmm. But that was just because that's what was going on in my life. That had nothing to do with I, I have no idea if you listen to it that you would get it in the same way, because like, yeah, once you have that shared experience as somebody, including that artist, mm-hmm. it shifts the way you interpret that music. And so I have no idea if the songs I listen to are good. Could could you, could just be that I think that they're good because I identify with them uh-huh. and I, I find them interesting and I identify with the artist. But I think that's to be said for anything. Uh-huh. Like, when you say good, you mean like like. Like a, like talented aesthetically, they could, yeah. Pleasing. They could they could be terrible songs like <laughs> musically production speaking, uh-huh. but if I if you resonate with them like dancing in my room by it's like off TikTok and it's like unedited and it shouldn't be good, but because like. <laughs> it's just like for whatever reason the vibe it gives me reminds me of like good memories and like riding in a car with like your friends and so jake and i both listen to it a ton and it's it's a wonderful song but musically it's not that great of a song (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just not and but like it's weird how we're able to look past like yeah the musical shortcomings of something when we identify and i think Mm. that's i think that's I, I just a human thing of like we are able to look past an incredible amount of shortcomings of other people when we connect with them.
1: When you connect with them,
0: I think it's the same thing for like love and marriage and like family, especially family is a huge one. Of like, I can look past all the shortcomings that my brother has and still love him in spite of things that he's done, things that I've said to him, things that he said to me, fights that we've had. I can, because he's my brother and I have this inherent connection with him, I can look f- completely past things that have been hurtful. And if anyone else had said, would have been like an end-all be-all for me mm. because I have this connection. So I think it's mm. the same with music. Of, I can look past your music quality uh-huh. when I resonate with the beats that you're laying out. I'm like, give me that <laughs> dirty hook, man. Like That's incredible to me. Dude, you're just actively bringing me to silence. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love to see. <laughs> it's the new goal. Is bring Bobby to silence. I'm going to make a t-shirt about it. Everyone to <laughs> think it's like politically driven. Like, Who's Bobby, man? <laughs> yeah. Silence him. Silence
1: Bobby. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. No, I think you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know how to absorb the philosophy that you just poured into me. Like, you just, I don't even know if it made sense. It's just no, like I'm yeah. trying
0: to convey my emotions and my thoughts into words as fast as possible before uh-huh. I lose that thought, if that makes I sense. I feel you. Yeah. So I feel bad. Cause I just like completely cut you off and talk for a long no, time. No dude, there.
1: that's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. I love how I love. Okay. Like when you were saying just with the connection to of people and with music, um, I think this is what we were like touching on last time. When we were talking about love mm-hmm. because like what I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that connection. Um, but there's some attraction, whether it's to the music or to the to your brother, to to a friend, that allows you to look past. Yeah, to the, me, it's the like the a mental.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a mental scale of like. I have a very deliberate mental scale of like, as long as the t- scale is tipped even a little bit in favor of that person, I will look past everything. That being said, I have been notoriously known for having a very seemingly short fuse of. Once that scale tips, mm-hmm. in my mind, it clicks and I lose all emotional. Like once mm-hmm. it becomes not worthwhile, I have no <clears throat> reservations cutting you off. So I have it's no like res- black or white. It's black so- or white. And and it's honestly one of something I'm trying to work on and be better at communicating on. Because like it'll be like people will think we're fine. Because I'll look past all these things and be okay with all these things that they're doing that are really bugging me. Uh-huh. And then once it shifts to like. No, they've done too many of these things that like it's no longer beneficial for me it'll shift instantly and like even though it's gradual for some people it's an it's an instant thing and i can't look at you the same anymore i can't be friends with you in the same way anymore and it's like a very drastic shift because once that scale shifts in my mind it's like that's it shifted and now i can't look past the shortcomings and we either have to work through all the shortcomings to get back to the place or just be done so even if it shifts it could shift back yes but it's just a it's an uphill battle it's a lot of work yeah a lot of work of like i mean it's the same as like you can forgive somebody um but that doesn't change like for me like like cheating on somebody i think that you can work past that and work like if you're cheated on like um you can work past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, just because you forgive somebody for something that they did doesn't mean that that trust doesn't have to be earned back. Yeah. And I think that... Trust is like a, the, the big deal. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that it's kind of also in music in that fact of like you build this inherent connection to artists as artists. And like, I know for me, one of the biggest like upsets for me was when kanye started going off the rails and i do believe that art is separate from artists Mm -hmm. i think that i can appreciate his art without Mm -hmm. appreciate appreciating the things that he said i still listen to r kelly's music he did terrible things a lot of the rappers i've listened to have done and continue to do terrible things but their art is beautiful um, that being said, I would argue that all the famous Renaissance painters were literally insane, but, uh, <laughs> but that being said is like, you almost feel a betrayal when, or even when uh, you resonate with an artist uh-huh. and the songs that they're putting out and uh-huh. then they go down a different path and it's like, no, this isn't what I needed. Uh, this isn't where my life is you going. Do feel what that is betrayal. this? Like, uh-huh. and you feel that betrayal of like, you have to b- learn to re love this artist all over
1: again. Yeah, and or you so, have to just cut them off, or or just cut them like, off. What happens? Like, yeah. That's
0: what I'm saying. It's like same deal for music. Of it takes a lot for me. To, like one of the things that was like polarizing was Childish Gambino was a, a rapper. <laughs> like yeah, amazing his first, and then he released the R and B stuff, and everyone was like, just was like garbage, <laughs> hate it. I really personally liked it. I resonated with where it was at. Yeah, I respected. it, yeah. I loved the art behind it, but. That's the best example I have of that, of, like, just, like, the shift of, like, people just were, like, I'm done with you. Uh-huh. Like, and that scale shift. So that that's how my mind works with people as well as music of, like, mm-hmm. it works, it works, it works. I'll look past it. I'll look past it. And not to say that I don't communicate, like, okay, this yeah. is kind of bugging me. But, uh-huh. like, once that scale is shift, it's a way harder. It's way easier to keep the, sh- the scale on your side than it is to shift back the scale from once it's already tipped. If that makes sense, I think I think I'm tracking. Yeah, I think I'm tracking. I'm g- I'm glad we just ran with a tangent. I feel like last time we cut ourselves. We try to keep yeah. ourselves too on track, and, and then and then I know, think there's merit to that. But I also think that that defeats the whole point of our podcast, which is right. just to talk the mysteries of the universe. The mysteries of the universe. <laughs> Today
1: we conquered music a little bit. There's yeah. so much more to talk about. Yeah, dude. I feel like we opened that door. And then we realize that it's actually a secret garden in there, and we're like just barely peeking in. Yeah, <laughs> just like looking in there, like, ah, yeah, whoop. Nice, nice. Skew it about. I love it
0: when you make sound effects. Um, uh, yeah, um, I, uh, well, since we kind of personally know all the viewers, uh, all eight of them, yeah, eight. Uh, <laughs> perfect. But if you guys have suggestions for something you'd like to hear talk about, you know, yeah. I would say send them in to, I, I'll create an email. You know if what you, you really do. want to make a yeah. vision Or
1: they could come into Eagle and Florence or, if, you know, most yeah. of them are our workers, yeah. our co-workers. Yeah. And they could just write it on a cup. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. We could oh, write will we'll make a suggestion. We'll, we'll have something. Well,
0: yeah. Yeah. We, we have Put it in a box cup. back there. Like... So, just a suggestion cup, and if we like your idea, we'll talk about it. If we don't, sorry, you had a bad idea? (laughs) We'll burn it. Burn it, man. We'll create a fire with him at the end. Um, Shout out to Jace, actually. He was the suggestion for the genre. Heck yeah. Which got us started on music, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I'm getting to know Bobby better. Getting Uh, to know Caleb better. It's it's a wonderful journey. Dude, it's a good time. It's a wonderful journey. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, folks, we will catch you next time on the next episode of Caleb and Bobby versus versus the mysteries of the universe.